He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. The Easter vigil is typically attended only by the faithful, whereas Easter Day has a fair share of those who are dragged to church by guilt, threat, or the bribe of brunch. This makes the vigil more like the first Easter, which was seen only by the disciples. It's good to end our Lenten pilgrimage together with the First Communion of Easter. I'm grateful for you all and for the life we share together in Christ. A few thoughts about Lent and the season of Easter. First, a recap of Lent. Whatever you did for Lent, the only important thing now is how you grew spiritually. If you're fasting, made room for new grace and virtue, give thanks to God for his gifts. For our growth is a gift. The Holy Spirit makes our inadequate spiritual labors fruitful. Apart from our connection to the true vine, we can do nothing. If you did not do all you wanted to do or planned to do in Lent, give thanks to God for the revelation of your weakness. This teaches us to hold on to God, to hold on to Jesus more tightly, and God's power is made perfect in our weakness. Embrace whatever grace God gave you in Lent, but now leave Lent behind and enter into the joy and the peace of the risen Christ. Second, a brief Easter exhortation. Let's be honest, we struggle with the season of Easter. It's easier to plan the no of Lent than it is to plan the yes of Easter. But let us not shrink from the harder task. Easter also calls us to a rule, a purposeful celebration of life in the risen Christ. Include three things in your Easter rule. One, just as Lent had the occasional Saints' Day and the Sundays that gave us a taste of Easter, a taste of yes in the midst of the no, so a good Easter will retain a periodic no in the midst of the yes. On our Wednesdays of fasting and prayer for mission, Continue to say no to something for all or part of the day. Beyond that, think of other ways to practice the occasional no. This will keep Easter from being merely a binge after a purge and will help us to retain the fruit of the fast through the Easter season. Two, as we begin to celebrate the feast, remember the commandment of St. Paul to Give thanks always for all things, Ephesians 5.20 and 1 Thessalonians 5.16. The practice of continual Eucharist for the good gifts of God reminds us that things are good, the things we now celebrate, only because Christ is with us in them. The presence of Christ separates the celebration of life in the kingdom from the killing of pain and drowning of sorrows in the world. Therefore, in Easter, as Hebrews says, let us continually 
offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Three, remember the words of Jesus on Maundy Thursday. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. We are the body of the risen Christ. We have been raised with him through baptism and faith. We are the primary witnesses for the resurrection of Jesus in the world. And the main evidence for our case is that we love one another as Christ loved us on the cross. Therefore, let sacrificial love for each other be the foundation for our Easter rule. Let us find new ways to love those closest to us, especially those who we are finding most difficult to love. Let us provide the evidence for our true identity. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. He is risen.